You're listening to the Great Recruiter Training Podcast. Here we go. Hosted by industry expert, trainer, and motivator, Scott Love. You're listening to episode number eight of the Great Recruiter Training Podcast, and my name is Scott Love, and thanks for joining me again on this podcast. Well, it's the end of 2009, the beginning of 2010, and I know the one thing that's on everybody's mind right now is what the resolution is going to be for next year. Now, before you get your pen and paper ready and start thinking about that, I want to caution you that according to most experts, according to most psychologists, people that set these resolutions, about 72% of them quit just within a few days mentally. And so they become despondent and discouraged and demoralized when what they're really trying to do is to affect some long-lasting change. So in this podcast, I'm going to give you a system of goal setting, something that I've personally used since about 2000. It's something that's helped me to grow in my life so that way if I set a goal in a certain area after a period of time, that becomes a habit, an automatic habit. And that's where you reach a level of fulfillment and performance. When those goals that you have to think about become automatic, that's when you reach a whole new level of performance. And you see, that's why the secret to recruiting success, it's not in all the scripts or the tactics, even though those are the things that I train on, even though that when you join the coaching club, you get to download 20 pages of word-for-word scripts. Those things are important. But the real success is how you think in terms of thinking at a higher level and the actions that you take. That's it. What you think about and what you do, that's it. When we boil down why people are successful and why they fail in recruiting, it's really nothing else beyond that. If they, if they have a good self-esteem, a good self-image, a good self-concept, if they're able to overcome the concerns that their clients have because they see themselves as a peer, and if they know what to say and how to prep, debrief, close the deals and make sure they're closed. I mean, all those things interrelate. That's why our game of recruiting, it's a simple business. Find a candidate, place them within a client that has tens of thousands of complex variables that have to line up perfectly at the right time for things to work out. But we can boil it down into those two categories, what you think about and what you do. That's it. So we're going to look at this system. We're going to break it down into six different segments. And then later on in the podcast, we're going to talk about objection planning for your team. Uh, I'm going to give you a system so that you can have your team prepared to overcome just about any objection that they encounter from a client or a candidate. So go ahead and get your pen and paper ready and take some good notes. And here we go. So I'm going to play a recording of a goal-setting exercise that I did for the coaching club. Now, like I mentioned earlier, when you join the coaching club, you get a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go over that. If you're interested, go to my site and click on the link that says Coaching Club, and it gives you a tour. But one of the things that you get, one of the things that most people, I think, find the most value in the program are the weekly coaching calls. That's when every Monday at 1 o'clock Eastern time, everybody calls up and listens to the call. And it's a one-hour session. It's broken down into three parts. The first part is recognition and achievement, where we share what the deals are, how much the fees were, and how people went about closing their deals. It's a time to give recognition and turn those deals into training moments for everybody else. The second part is me giving some structured training, usually about 15 minutes or so. And then finally, we open it up to Q&A for about 45 minutes or so. If you have an issue or a question or a situation, you want some advice, you bring it up and I try to solve that. And then sometimes we get feedback from other folks in the group. But this is a session that I did recently on how you can set your goals for 2010. It's just a short excerpt of what I did from that call that day. But I recorded it and spliced it in with this podcast because I thought it would bring a lot of value to people and also give you a sample of some of the things that I cover during the weekly coaching calls. What I want you to do, I want you to look at setting your goals for this year and this is the format that I'd recommend that you look at. When you look at your goals, there's, these are six different areas of your life. And I want you to write these six things down. The first one is your business or your job. If you, and, and you can do this. You can be as detailed as you want with these. Or, or, or you can put down, what is the one thing I want to accomplish for my business this year? You know, if you want to spend some time on this, you could say, if I only accomplish two or three things this year within my business or my job, and I'd call it a good year, but I only accomplished two or three things, what would those two or three things be? You could do this, that same question for each of these six different areas that I'll tell you in just a second. So as you write your goals down for the next year, 2010, if I called it a good year, and if I only accomplished three things, but it was an excellent year, what would those three things be in terms of my business or my job? 
The second area is your personal finances. In terms of my personal finances, if I only accomplish two or three things, but I would call it a good year, what would those two or three things be? And when you write these down, you can put these in a Word document, print it up. And what I like to do, whenever I write my goals, I like to put a box next to the goal. You, in Microsoft Word, you can choose the, the wingding font that puts a box in there, or, or the bullet. You can use the bullet. When you go to the bullet section and you can choose what type of bullet you want, you can choose a box and put them next to each one of your goals. And when you hit one of those, you put an X in the box. And whenever you put an X in the box, and when you hit a goal, you just feel the, the, this emotional charge, and, it, and it's really exciting. So for my personal finances, if I only accomplish two or three things for the year and I call it a good year, what would those two or three things be? Uh, number three, for my family, what would be my family goals? If I only accomplish two or three things for the year with my family, and I'd still call it a good year with them, what would it be? It could be as simple as, let's go on a vacation. Or it could be something like, only kind and loving words. Where you write that down, now you're cognizant, I'm only going to say kind and loving words. Or practice patience. Or five hugs a day per, for each member of my family. Something like that. You know, you can write that down. And, you know, it, it might sound silly to some people, but if you don't, if you're not intentional about how you want to live, then you're living by accident. And, I think that when you focus on what is it that I want, I want to have rich, fulfilling relationships. What am I willing to do to achieve those? What am I willing to give? Write it down and make that a goal. Number four, physical fitness. In terms of your physical fitness goals, if you only accomplish two or three things for the year, what would it be? If you've never joined a gym, you know, consult your physician first and then go join a gym membership. It's, it's less probably like, like you can probably find a gym membership for like 30, 40 bucks a month. Your health is worth it. When you exercise, and it's interesting, when you expend energy, you gain energy. The way our body works is that when you exert energy, you get energy back. Uh, it could be something related to your diet or going to the doctor and not putting it off or, or going to the dentist and getting that cavity filled, whatever it is. Uh, number five, recreational activities. In terms of things that are fun for you, a hobby or sport or whatever, what are those two or three things that you want to accomplish for this year? And then the last one, mental or spiritual goals, whatever that means to you. Uh, it could be a certain number of books or maybe attending your church or your synagogue or your temple, uh, whatever, whatever that means to you. If you write some goals down, it helps you become more intentional about what it is that you really want to accomplish for 2010. So let me review those six different areas. And remember, what are the two or three things you want to accomplish for each of these areas? Put that on a document and then review that throughout the year. First is your personal finance. Second is your business or your job. If you're a recruiter, it's your production. It's your billings on your desk. If you own a search firm, it's your practice. Third, it's your family. Fourth, it's the hobbies and the fun things that you're involved in, recreational things. Fifth, it's physical fitness. And number six, it's mental or spiritual things. That's a complete holistic, balanced approach to you achieving a higher level of thinking and taking better actions to reaching success. Hopefully that this year will be one of the best and most successful years you've ever had. Now, one other tool you can use, go to my website, greatrecruitertraining.com, go to the free download section and look at the annual goal tool. You can use that. It's a thermometer that measures your performance in terms of a numerical measurement, just like your United Way fundraising campaign thermometer. Whenever they set a goal of how much they're going to raise, they want to keep track of that. So if you have a numerical goal that you've set for yourself, let's say your production for the year, you can download that tool and use that tool to keep track of where you are today and where you are on the path of you hitting that goal for your production. Now let me kind of switch to another area of discussion. We're going to talk about preparing your team, if you're a manager, preparing your team for overcoming objections for this year. I remember doing a seminar for a search firm and I asked them, I said, what are the objections that you come up with for the candidate side and the client side? And between the two different categories, there were not more than about 12 different objections that they ever heard from all of their candidates and their clients. That was it, just about a dozen. So we spent an entire hour, maybe about 90 minutes, going over each one of those 12 objections and coming up with a rebuttal. The owner of the firm was able to write that down, create a document, and then use that to train everybody in the office to make sure that they knew how to overcome all those objections. 
you know what they're going to be anyways. You might as well plan for that and prepare your team for that in advance. So it's real simple. During your next sales meeting for your office, get your team together and say, we're going to be able to solve a lot of our problems right now by looking in advance at what those objections and concerns are that we get from the people that we talk to. We're going to formulate a document that helps us to overcome every single issue that we face with candidates and clients. So you, you start with the two sides. It's real simple. It's amazing how simple and powerful this is, yet most search firms and staffing agencies have never done anything like this before. You ask them, what are the objections that we get from our candidates when we talk with them? And then the same thing with the clients. Now you got two documents there. Every single concern, every single objection that your people have ever faced, you just put it all down on a sheet of paper. You ask them, what are the responses, the re rebuttals we can use to overcome every single one of these? And you can have two or three options for each one of those. So now you have a working document, a training document, a training script that you've created for your own team and it didn't cost you a dime. Well, this concludes today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Visit my website at greatrecruitertraining.com for free tools, free downloads, and free resources that will help you become a great recruiter.